Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeatGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code SideRetiredPod for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporting events to concerts, including the World Series, the NFL, and NHL. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for today's edition of Side Retired Podcast. Well, James, we have a great episode today. Frank the Tank of Barstool joined us. Any thoughts on what's about to transpire? Yeah, you know, excited to talk Mets. Uh, you know, some of his favorite players of all time, his future predictions for the season. Uh, and just overall Mets baseball, you know, I'm sure he's going to have some interesting things to say. Uh, never know what you're to expect when you speak to the tank. So really excited for this episode. Of course. So we hope you guys enjoy this upcoming interview that's going to happen for the next 20 minutes or so with Frank the Tank of Barstool. Thanks so much to Frank for joining us. We really appreciate all of the insight, the fun, the laughs that he's about to impart on you guys. Of course, James and I will be back in a couple of days talking about the end of the World Series. So we hope you enjoy this edition of Side Retired, the MLB podcast. All right. Hi, and welcome to this edition of Side Retired, the MLB podcast. It is Dylan joined alongside James and Harry, as always. And I know you guys love hearing our voices, but today we have a very special guest, Frank Fleming, Frank the Tank from Barstool and Allow Me to Be Frank podcast is with us today, talking a lot of Mets baseball, what just happened, the offseason that is to come. I know Frank has a lot of takes about his New York Mets. So Frank, the Mets were eliminated roughly a month ago. How are you feeling? As a Mets fan, we'll ignore the whole Miami Dolphins, Brooklyn Nets thing for now. But your baseball team, how are you feeling? I, I just don't know. Do you? If, did, I, I just, I if Billy and Nepler <laughs> handles it the same way as he handled the trade deadline, it's going to be a disaster. And um, I can't see how he's going to change. We're going to end up uh, losing Edwin Diaz. He's going to bring in Craig Kimbrell. I mean, Craig Kimbrell, who's your, that, that's what the Mets always do. They lose somebody and then they bring in a name uh, like uh, Brody Van Wagenen. Oh, we we got two relief pit, two starting pitchers for what we could have played Zach Wheeler. Uh, yeah, where uh, where is uh, brought Rick Porcello now? <laughs> where is Michael Waka now? Of course, uh, we got two pitchers for the price of one. Is this is going to be a good move for us? <laughs> I can just picture it now. The uh, opening weekend, the Mets uh, go uh, 0-6. Uh, the, the Craig Krimbrough blows uh, three saves. Opening day, he blow, the home opener, he blows a save. And then he's, he's walking into, let it go, let it go. <laughs> uh, I, I might move from smashing glass, breaking my glasses to smashing TV screens if Craig Krimbrough's the closer next year. <laughs> of course. So obviously you've mentioned Edwin Diaz already. Another guy that we know is on free agency. I think everyone's expecting at this point probably to leave. And that's Jacob deGrom. Your <clears throat> thoughts on the former Cy Young Award winner. Will he be a Met? Will he be an Atlanta Brave? What's the thought process? He's going to be a Brave uh, because everything just comes up to torture the Mets. That's why the <laughs> Phillies are in the World Series. They'll probably find a way to win uh, two games in Houston. Uh, I, I mean, 
It's like the Angels in the Outfield has come to the uh, Phillies' aid. Do you remember that scene in Angels in the Outfield when mm-hmm. uh, the the Angel picks up the uh, the fielder <laughs> and like carries him and he catches the baseball? Mm-hmm. That's what Nick Castellanos has been doing this uh, World <laughs> Series. Uh, I mean, Nick Castellanos couldn't catch a fucking cold in right field <laughs> all season. Now he's fucking Gold Glover. <laughs> Uh, it seems to always happen with the Mets rivals, Braves last year, Nationals 2019, and now Phillies in 2022. Frank, is there anyone in particular that you want the Mets to go after this uh, this this offseason in free agency? Well, obviously, they're not going to go after Judge because they want to be nice to the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are the Yankees going to return the favor? Fuck no. I wouldn't be surprised to see Diaz sign with the fucking Yankees. Uh, I would I would not imagine you know. next year Narco is playing at Yankee Stadium. I think that that would be the disaster. <sighs> As we got let it go, let it go. <laughs> I didn't want to win anyway. <laughs> and then Harry, I know you just mentioned Brandon Nimmo. That's sort of the third big free agent out there. There's that rumor about Colorado, but I guess if we don't re-sign Nimmo, who the heck is playing center field for us next year? Darren Ruff. <laughs> Tyler Nyquil <laughs> Nyquil will help you get your case yeah Nyquil Tyler Nyquil is going to be the uh, center fielder he is going to strike out 515 <laughs> times on 515 at bats and he will never see a ball every bitch in the dirt in the dirt in the dirt in the dirt swing 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 when he actually when he plays when he uh, swings he actually goes four <laughs> oh he's part of that trade deadline that was severely disappointing this past season I know Darren Ruff's gonna be named team captain <laughs> I know James is one of the pro Aaron Judge being named the Yankees captain, but Darren Ruff, that would be miserable as a New York Met captain. <sighs> one for, uh, I, I mean, Darren Ruff didn't even hit the ball hard. It, 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 every time he swung to the swing, he went, play. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then about how about the starting pitching rotation? Max Scherzer is the only guy from the rotation as of now that's returning, which I'm not sure is. Yeah, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna they're, they're gonna bring back Jared Eikhoff, <laughs> Corey Oswalt. Uh, they're gonna need, uh, acquire Patrick Corbin. <laughs> Would you bring back Chris Bassett? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he was so bad in September. Mm-hmm. All right, Harry, I know you're the Reds fan here. Yeah, go for it. If you had to give a record prediction for next year, what do you think the Mets, how do you think the Mets will finish? Uh, 58 and 104. <laughs> that would be so disappointing. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. In fact, they'll, they'll have a, uh, they'll have a, uh, the, the uh, let it go written on the, as every game, uh, every bone save. They'll have let it go. They'll have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mets dancing to uh, let it go, let it go. <laughs> I remember that would be similar to, was it like two or three off seasons ago when we said our big marquee acquisition was Dallin Batansis coming off of 
surgery with the Yankees, and then obviously I think he pitched maybe like five games for us in two years. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that was part of the amazing Brody offseason where we got Porcello, Waka. Alejandro Diaz. <laughs> I think Jake Marisnik was a part of that too. That was – well, well, there's always been the annual – the annual shitty outfielder. <laughs> Do you have a prediction on who that could be this year? Uh, no, no, but it's 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 an annual tradition. <laughs> Gary Matthews Jr. Uh, was it Gary Matthews Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or, or no John Mayberry Jr. <laughs> Kadir Rick Angel is a, a uh, Alejandro Diaz. <laughs> Oh, Jake Marizic. <laughs> Andres Torres was one year. Uh, who is it? Uh, uh, Almora. Albert Almora yeah. Jr. <laughs> Cincinnati Reds legend, Albert Almora Jr. <laughs> I, I mean, how many bad, I mean, just the the total awfulness that they've gotten to play out every year. They get like this guy, uh, Cowgill. Remember Cowgill? <laughs> Didn't he have he had that opening day grand slam and then that was about it for his entire He had the opening career. day grand slam and went over his next 24. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course. Frank, what do you think the Mets are gonna do with uh, James McCann in, in the catching situation for next season? Uh they're gonna extend him. Uh he's gonna play every day. They're gonna trade Tomas Nito and uh they're gonna trade uh, Alvarez to get uh, uh Patrick Corbin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're gonna commit themselves to James McCant. <laughs> Who um, next year will set a record for pass balls? <laughs> and then another question. I know Harry was definitely interested in this when we talked about it a month ago in the wild card series. Joe Musgrove was he cheating or was he not cheating? Oh well, it's pretty obvious he was cheating. <laughs> I then, mean, nobody has ears like that. <laughs> Do you think it would have made a difference? It probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Because Chris Bassett was just bad shit. <laughs> and then I know there's some people who are blaming Buck for that, saying, like, why is he going around checking? I personally don't think there's a problem with, you know, if you see something, sort of go after it. Any thoughts on Buck as a manager in 2022, that incident, or just in general? Mm-hmm. I mean, what was he to do? Mm-hmm. The whole team, the, 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 nobody hit. Everyone just was playing like shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a joke. Yeah. I mean, Scherzer obviously was not right. Mm-hmm. Something was wrong, and that just set the whole tone for the whole series. Yeah. Frank, do you think the Mets are cursed? Yes, I do. <laughs> I know. For, a for how long? Like, what, what? How do you think they have? How do you think they break this curse? Do they have to win a World Series or? Uh, they probably won't win another World Series until 2147. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I know there's a lot of people from 1986, my dad included, who apparently said, if you let us win this one, we'll never ask for another. And well, I guess now we're 30 years later, we have not seen another. And it seems like that promise might be made true. I don't know. Stevie <laughs> Cohen, though, his promise. Steve Cohen said three to five years World Series. We're now entering is this year. I think this is year three upcoming with Stevie. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I know there's also rumors David Stearns, maybe Theo Epstein. I know 
not too fond of an opinion of Billy Epler, but do you think they're going to just let him keep being head dog, head top guy in the Mets organization? No, well, we'll see. Uh, I hear Billy Epler is getting ready for a cruise of Antarctica when he could be uh, signing free agents. <laughs> and then I know one question that we did have, and that is before Buck Showalter, and I think there are definitely flaws with Buck. Not the best, but also a solid presence in the clubhouse considering where we came from with Luis Rojas and Mickey Calloway, who are two guys that I know you probably despise towards the top of your list of people that you are not fond of. But if there was one of those two that you hated more, for different reasons probably, but which one would you say would be your least favorite manager as a Met? Mickey Calloway was just plain fucking moron. Louis Rojas is, was a instructional league manager mm-hmm. who should never have been a major league manager. Mm-hmm. He's probably someone that might be good on a coaching staff. Yeah. But he, but the feeling I got from him was that of a substitute teacher. <laughs> I think he's, he's James. He's the Yankees third base coach now, right? Yeah. Yes, he is. He is. I got the feeling coach. of, I got the feeling of him as, as a, he felt like a substitute teacher to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's because I think he went. There was rumors he was also interested in the Marlins job earlier this offseason, which would be yeah. Well, they hire Skip Schumacher. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting going from Donnie Baseball to Skip Schumacher, but the Marlins are always an interesting team to wonder about. Yeah, they're going to win the World Series next year. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the pattern would say they are due because I don't know if the Mets are going to be that team next year. The torture, pain, and suffering will never end. <laughs> Any thoughts on Syndergaard starting last night in the World Series? <laughs> you know, I think he might be. I think he might really be a steroids guy. <laughs> his balls have shrunk. <laughs> I mean, he didn't want to face the match because he, he had too many emotions. So he has to be skipped into the rotation tw- three times. Mm-hmm. Once with the Angels and twice with the Phillies. And yesterday he just served up meatballs. So, oh, well. <laughs> and there's always that rumor, I think, that like he said he didn't want to get traded to the NL East and the Angels said too bad and shipped him <laughs> off to the Phillies. So, yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff. But so we have talked about some of the guys that are probably not coming back to the Mets this year. Is there anybody who is a free agent right now? that you'd say, yes, I do want him back besides Diaz. Cause obviously we'd love to have him back, but it's a question of, will they, so maybe out of those secondary guys, you got Taiwan Walker, you got Seth Lugo, Adam Adovino, any of those guys sound appealing or is it just time to hit the refresh button after a disappointing October? Yeah, probably might be time to hit the refresh button, especially mm-hmm. with Adovino who never puts back to back seasons together. Mm-hmm. Taiwan Walker is it always shitty in the second half? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you got to try to find other players. Yeah. Maybe the trade market, maybe some other guys. I'd love to have Jock Peterson on the Mets next year, although had some not so great memories with him with the 2021 Braves in that game in San Francisco where he hit, I think it was three homers in a game earlier this year. That was definitely one of the lows of the 2022 Mets. Yeah, well, you got it. That, that, that he's had he's the perfect addition. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to get somebody who could be a true DH. Yeah. They need another. They need another slugger, mm-hmm. and not just a uh, Daniel Vogelback 
who uh, when he decides uh, well, once every five at bats to swing. <laughs> what were your thoughts on when the trade deadline happened and they went with that whole we're going to go with the platoon of Ruff and Vogelbach, which I guess was better than two guys we haven't touched on yet, Dom Smith and J.D. Davis, but definitely was not the star we were looking for. No. <laughs> were you on the Contreras to the Mets train? Or were you just like, that's never going to happen? That would have been a good move. Uh, Christian Vasquez would have been a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. And then Alvarez yeah. should be anyone. Up. Anyone besides James McCann's probably a good move. <laughs> uh, I think that Frank says. And then every day, James McCann. <laughs> I think he still has two more years left on his contract, so it'll be interesting to see with Alvarez ready. We need to the- eat that contract. Just, just. Get rid of him. Get him off the team. I, I'd rather have Tomas Nito. Mm-hmm. Gold Glove finalist Tomas Nito. Yeah. <laughs> then another guy we haven't touched upon yet, Brett Beatty. Are you thinking he's the answer at third base in the future? I know he had some glimpses when he was up earlier this season. But... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. So, James, you got any other fun questions for Frank? I know we have a couple rapid fires here to wrap things up because I know you have to head off on your way soon. But a couple positive things and then a couple fun ones at the end. We'll ask you, how did you become a New York Mets fan? Since I know you're one of the top Mets fans in baseball lore. So how did this original? Well, I was nine years old in 1985 and Dwight Gooden had a magical season. Mm -hmm. It's the best, easiest answer I could answer. I like it. Who is your favorite Met of all time? Uh, maybe Piazza, maybe Gooden. Like it. So then, contrary to that question, and this is could be a loaded answer, your least favorite Met of all time, Vince Coleman. Ooh, any reasoning? Well, Vince Coleman was a Cardinal when the Mets were battling the Cardinals for uh, the division eighty-five, eighty-seven. He stole bases at will against the Mets. He stole. <laughs> Yeah, the Mets, they, he went 89, he sold 89 bases and was never caught by the Mets. Mm-hmm. Led, the, led the National League in stolen bases every year, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90. Uh, Mets decide uh, that they don't want to have Dow Strawberry around anymore. Uh, they didn't even offer him a contract. He just left like the first day of free agency. Basically, I'm going to the Dodgers. The Mets basically said, go to the Dodgers. We don't want you because they wanted to change the direction of the team. They wanted to go from being good to sucking. (laughs) So they signed Vince Coleman to replace Dallas Strawberry. Yeah. First season with the Mets, he hurts his hamstring, has a bad season. Mm -hmm. Second season, worst team money could buy, has another bad season. Third season, fighting with managers, fighting with uh, the, the team, fighting with the media, another bad season. Uh, then he throws an M80 firecracker at a group of autograph seekers. Oh, imagine these stories uh, in New York. 18-month baby, uh, 18-month-old baby suffered permanent hearing loss. He got uh, probation with Johnny Cochran as his lawyer. I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a valid it's reasoning. Vince, it's Vince Coleman. <laughs> and then another thing is, 
Keith Hernandez technically does not have a contract for this upcoming season. So I really hope Keith returns, but if he doesn't, are you okay with Todd Zeal, Jerry Blevins, one of those guys stepping into they the They suck, <laughs> especially Jerry Blevins. <laughs> Jerry Blevins with that bow tie. <laughs> Uh, he he look he looks like such a fucking geek. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was a good Matt reliever at least when he was with the Mets. yeah yeah. But he just looked he just he just he just he just no. <laughs> All righty, and then one last final one we have for you since we've talked a lot about the Mets, what they're going to do this off season, we're going to do one bold prediction for the Mets this off season, and then since you're also a big baseball lore guy as well one bold prediction about baseball for the offseason that doesn't involve the Mets. So two in total, one Mets, one baseball. Uh, Jacob DeGrom goes to the Braves. Uh, Shohei Otani goes to the Braves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and we're never going to win the division again if that happens. Will the Braves win the World Series after those moves? They'll win seven straight World Series. (laughs) That would indeed replace the Yankees dynasty of the 90s if the Braves rattled off. And they keep, I don't know how they keep doing it, extending guys until like 2030 on the cheapest contracts ever. Yeah, they'll sign to Grom. 10 years, $90 million. And uh, 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 Aaron Judge is going to sign with the fabulous Los Angeles Dodgers. (laughs) Uh, Would the Yankees then counter with anything or the Yankees about to enter sort of, you know, not a great period in their history either. Uh, the Yankees are uh, about to enter a not a great period in their history. Uh, Aaron Boone will be the Yankees manager for the next 14 years. <laughs> till, uh, till Brian Cashman retires and then he said that then uh, he'll, uh, the two of them will walk out in the sunset together. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a rumor. Cashman is technically not a Yankee employee right now because the contract expired October 31st, but they're still having him do a press conference today, I think it is, which is... Yeah, how, that house, house Steinbrenner doesn't want to fire anybody because he knows uh, he doesn't want to look like his father. <laughs> well, I think the one thing, even as sort of miserable as it is to be a Mets fan, at least we have Steve Cohen and his money. And even if he doesn't spend it in the right way, I know we've talked about Craig Kimbrell a lot this podcast, but at least it sounds like he will at least spend some amount of money and throw it at some veteran player and hope that it sticks. Yeah, but as long as Billy and Nepper is in charge of the bid, the money, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not confident. And we'll get more Darren Ruffs. <laughs> Darren Ruffs under contract, I believe, two more seasons after this one, so he will continue to remain a New York Met. Darren Ruff is so bad. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Tank, we appreciate you coming on with us today. I know you have a busy schedule, but thank you so much for hopping on, talking Mets baseball. Anything you want to leave us with or you got everything nope, out there? Nope, nope, Perfect. All right. Well, Harry, James, Lester, anything else you guys want to throw in? All good. Frank, thank you so much for joining us today. All right. See you later. Thank you.